This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode with Stephanie Sambar. You're going to love her. She's going to be at UC San Diego, April 15th at 8 p.m. I am coming to Portland, Oregon on the 30th of March. Come check it out. Uh, I'd love to see you guys there. This episode is great. We talk about sending nudes, getting more girls to your party. Go check it out and share it with friends. train podcast this is j train jared freed coming to you live from new york city's upper west side stand up new york labs are here every tuesday and friday with your emails your stories your questions uh i do this every week but i want to say it again thank you guys for listening uh and sending in your emails they get better and better every week i got such great feedback from both the live podcast and the last episode with mark norman it's so cool that you guys are getting into this Please keep spreading the word. Keep telling your friends, your brothers, your sisters, your frat brothers, that girl you met on spring break that you kind of know, but you don't really know only when she's drunk. That's who I want you to be telling. Spread the word about the J Train Pockets. It's very cool we got going on. It keeps getting bigger and bigger every week. Uh, And also, it's cool that you guys send me your Snapchats of you listening. Uh, I love that. It really boils my beans. Every time I get a snap that's you listening on a car ride, I got a lot of people that were listening on spring break or on their flight to spring break. It's very cool for me. I'm on Snapchat, JTrain56. You can find me there. I'm very excited about today's guest. Uh, super funny comic. I'm happy to get her. She's here in New York from LA. Stephanie Sambari, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. Pumped to have you. Yeah, this is really cool. This is <laughs> already. <laughs> yeah. It's already cool. I'm so into it. Um, You're Ste- really animated and excited. I wasn't expecting it, it but I'm like, it's, it's contagious and it's infectious. Time to bring it. Yeah, you I'm know ready. the show has begun. <sighs> All right, <sighs> get into this. I'm ready. Stephanie's super funny, awesome comic. Uh, you can find her on Twitter at Steph Simbari uh, on Twitter. Also, she has her own podcast that, that's called That's So Retrograde. Mm-hmm. Explain that to the audience if they want to pick up another podcast to add to their library. Okay, so That's So Retrograde is a health and wellness podcast. I just okay. did air quotes. Yeah. Um, basically, like mine and my partner's mission is to bring like wellness and things that are esoteric and spirituality like down to a level that's relatable okay. so we could the whole of, audience just took out their dictionaries to find out what esoteric means it, it just means like out of reach <laughs> and things that seem like hoity-toity or like okay. you know old-timey or something like you know i so feel it's a, like it's a, would you say that like something like you know you hear a lot about like people doing meditation yeah so we have we bring on like gurus and experts in the wellness and spirituality field like meditation juice people um crystal healers professional organizers awesome. like all of this stuff that we feel like lives in its own little world that people it's kind of stuff you make fun of yeah just because you don't know anything about it yeah but we secretly all are like i want to live my best life yeah and so we're kind of like bringing it to a relatable place juice people sound like the worst people to me but then i'm like oh but they have fun bowel movements exactly you know i want fun bowel movements i don't want to be sitting there going oh (laughs) you know like every day well i have two pieces of advice okay they could give it to me yeah number since we're in now that we know each other yeah number one you should listen to that's so retrograde with the colonic lady okay in and also may i recommend you getting a squatty potty so they sponsored this podcast. Shut up. Yeah, That's you my have dream. one? Yes. And you I'm have one? Obsessed with it. And you're yes. pooping like crazy? I have never had smoother moves. Really? Oh, yeah. And like when I'm out now, obviously sometimes you're you know, waiting to get home. No, I use like the trash can or like the oh, magazine. You're, doing, you're, rack you're literally <laughs> assuming the position. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. You have bought in. You're like, do you have, it helps. Hey, I want to use the bathroom. Do you have 13 magazines yeah. that I can stack up? It helps. It really does. Well, when I was a kid, like in middle school, one of my friends was like, you know what's really helps you poop is if you put your feet on the toilet seat. Oh. But you have to be like really flexible. Yeah, I ain't doing that. And I can barely tie my own shoes. It's also like you don't want to be sitting in a public restroom like like. 
You're when you do that in a public restroom, you're literally smushing your butt cheeks <laughs> into the disgustingness. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So instead, just like make something. There's always a trash yeah, can. Yeah, I'm bringing or a hammer and a couple of nails, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I'm gonna get fucking <laughs> start building some shacks in there for my legs. Feet, little up. feet. I'm telling you, dude. It makes so much sense too because when you fold forward, you're like cutting it off. Yeah. But then when your legs get lifted, it's like pushing it. I gotta out. say, I didn't expect the conversation to go to poop this quick with you, but um, I'm. I'm happy it did. I mean, I'm. I'm really, you might have just helped my life. I'm really into poop and how it is. <laughs> how it can it yeah. strengthen your life yeah. and your bonds. Yeah. So listen, everyone should go follow Stephanie Sambari <laughs> on Twitter at Steph Sambari. So fantastic. Saw her the other night on stage here in New York. She's in LA. So funny. Uh, she's Thank got a podcast you. that's so rec- retrograde, and it's every Tuesday. You can find it on iTunes. They also have a Twitter and Instagram. So retrograde uh, on both of those platforms. So go check her out. Let's get in the emails. You ready? Question. Sure. Is this live? No. You this, edit it. We, we edit. Do you have something? Do we already say something? No, I just feel like, oh, what is the real definition of esoteric? But whatever. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> I think this audience has gotten past They're, that. They okay. were like, oh, she now poops. Now I brought it back. Okay, yeah. Like, now, uh, don't worry about it. You're okay. cool. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's get into the emails. You can email the podcast, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Every Tuesday and Friday. Let's get into it with Steph Sambari. Nudes. Yes. Nudes. I like that this guy titled it like a, That's a subject. like an old painter. <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking to paint some nudes. <laughs> Dear D Train. They give me different J Train variation names for the emails. What's D stand for? I don't for? know. Probably Dick, Dick Train. Train. Yeah. <laughs> this strong medium ain't sucking itself. Uh, <laughs> I hope that's what you nickname your dick. This is what you I'll skip the ball tickling and leave that to Man Sam. That's our normal producer. He's not here today. Okay. Man Sam's not here today for those listening at home. He, uh, let's all send our best. His dog actually has passed away. Oh, Sorry no. to bring this down, but. Uh, go send your best to him on Twitter at Mansam. That's really sad. I'm Let's sorry. get right into it. I've been with my girlfriend for two years now, and we often send nudes back and forth. After two years, my bank of tip picks has grown quite large. <laughs> okay. He describes it. Lucky dude. He describes it like like his library, like his his originals library How collection. How old is this person? Probably fifteen. Yeah. I know most guys wouldn't complain about getting nudes on the reg, but it gets boring seeing the same type of picture over and over again. She never gets creative with the pictures. <laughs> it's always just a selfie with some knockers in the frame. My question is. How can I get my girl to send more creative and sexy, get more creative and sexy with her pictures? I've hesitated taking her, talking to her about it because I don't want to make her think that I'm not attracted to her. I thought it could be uh, the pictures that I'm sending, uh, sending her. They're always about the same about how different can you get with a dick pic without making it weird. Thanks for the advice. Keep up the good work. Now, Stephanie, have you ever received some nudes from a guy? You get, are you in the dick pic game? I'm not really on the dick pic game. No. Have you gotten one before? Yeah, but it's more from like my friends who are comics or just trying to piss me off. <laughs> so they're just like, <laughs> let me just uh, spray her with some dick, mm-hmm. you know, and just see how, uh, how annoyed she'll get. Yeah, and I'm like, great. I'm not going to do anything about that. Yeah. I'm not really do you into respond? dick pics. Well, of course, they're my friends. I'm like, you're a monster. And yeah. then I move on with my day. <laughs> okay. Um, but. I feel have you ever sent a picture? Have you ever sent a picture of yourself nude to a guy that you're seeing? Well, my breasts photograph really well. Oh, really? So, this is uh, okay. Getting sweaty. So, <laughs> so the day that I discovered that, I was like, I should use this to my advantage more. Yes, but. Um, I feel like my pictures are always the same too. I mean, except for maybe the lighting's a little bit different. There's only so many ways to photograph a tit. I mean, what is he really looking for? And by the way, if you wanted to mix it up, lead by example, and yeah. you mix it up. I, I agree. You gotta. He's gotta lead by example. But the problem for guys is there's only there's very few pretty ways to look at a dick. Well, no, no. False. Okay. How would you like to see a dick pic? If you saw an out of the ordinary dick pic, what would be the go to for you? What would you want? Be like a picture of flowers he bought me. Oh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> with, a, with a dick in the middle of the flowers yeah. growing up. That's fun. Yeah. Stage your dick pics. Stage it. Like, Take make it on them a funny. trip through New York City. Yeah. Put it like you know. Put it on Snapchat and decorate it with the drawing function. Yup. I think I, I agree with you. Lead by example. Like yeah. get a picture. Like the problem is. And this is a guy-girl issue. Yeah. Guys want to get weird, but girls are more willing to do weird. 
Ooh. So like every guy is open to everything. This guy is kind of the problem with like all like sexual fantasies for guys. Right. Like we all would be up for anything. We're always hoping the girl's like, I want you to do this with that. Right. And you're like, yes, Finally. director. Yeah. Finally, Scorsese <laughs> has shown up in my life <laughs> yeah. and things are all good and right. But the problem is the comfort level, like guys are afraid of looking like a woman or not looking manly. Or maybe they're afraid of, because I feel like your guys' brains are just naturally like more disgusting. Yes. And the stuff that you can drum up on your own is just horrifying. Yeah, well, that's the thing. That we, so I think you guys are scared <laughs> if you like admit what's really in your head, then the girl that you're with is going to be like, I don't play like that. Yeah, and get freaked and out. Get freaked out. Well, that's a, and the, the issue I think also for guys is that if like I was to break up with a girl. Okay, and yeah. I and I did weird stuff with her. Right, then okay. you might think she might tell somebody. Well, then, she, like, let's say we see each other in a bar a week later. She there, if she looked at me and was like, "Uh, good luck finding someone to lick your butt again," and then everyone <laughs> would be like, "Oh, that guy's a fucking weirdo." No, but you would just have to be like, "Yeah, I like to get my butt licked." Yeah, my advice is own it. Own it. Well, look at. But my point is, look at that reversed. Let's say I walk into the bar right. and I get mad at her and I'm like, good luck getting your butt licked. Right. Every guy in there is looking at her and be like, oh, I want to fuck that shit. Right. Chick. That's so true. You know? So that's like the yeah. fear. Yeah. And so I understand if I'm him, you got to get, you got to inch up. You don't want to go to full like dick pic. But I'm just wondering what he's scared of. Like full dick pic what? Like what are you going to do? Dicks I are think, weird and gross, okay? I think, I, <laughs> yes, they are. are beautiful. Yes, they are. So, like, I don't know. If, if you were, would you ever send a, a boob picture? You you photograph, well, you just said this. Would Great. you ever, The light just hits them, you know? They just, <laughs> <laughs> like, like two Hershey kisses. Yeah, they're in the, in the, so cute. Yeah, so, what, <laughs> what, have you ever sent them to, like, if a guy's looking to get nudes from a girl that he's not with, like, okay. this is a girlfriend situation. It should be pretty easy for him. If I'm him, I go funny. Funny is always yeah. the way to go to get different because if you decorate it with like a drawing, if you make your penis have She'll a little face it. on it and like holding a flower, like that's funny. But what does he want? Right. Of course. This but is, is that what he wants? No, but does I think want... what he wants back is for her to get a little weird too. Like and in what way? That's what I don't know. Here's my thing. Why don't you just be like, it would be funny if you sent me a picture of your boobs smushed up against a glass window or I don't know why I said that but whatever it is you want yeah. just say it I think I think the key is also in masturbation he should be he should send a video of him masturbating to her and then she will respond in kind no no that won't happen don't don't do that. <laughs> I guess, yeah, guys masturbating is a very disgusting Nobody wants act. to see that. <laughs> Just like hunched over. Yeah, like. Sweating, yeah, grunting. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, man, that was bad advice. No. I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy we had a female voice here to stop me. I yeah. would have been full on. Oh, shit, I just pulled my thing out. Don't worry. Now, listen. Yeah. If I'm this guy, though, yeah. you got to push inch by inch, though. Literally. Literally. Take it so slow. Take it slow. And also, go a little weird. Okay, I'll go with to you on make that. her go weird. You gotta wanna, go a little weird. That's I want him to clarify his vision of what he wants because when he ex when he explained mm. it, he's like, they're always the same. Okay, so how do have you? What's the differences you can send? Really? Yeah, exactly. Like, are wh what pictures are you finding online? Maybe make her a little. You know, vision board, <laughs> like, <laughs> or just explain like I don't explain what you want. What you want, and I think that and in, I think the communication a, is big. Exactly, like in a good relationship, you could. Say that. Just be like, listen, I'm tired of those no, tits. No, don't say that. <laughs> just be like, I thought the other day that it would be really cool if. Yeah, 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 yeah. Act like it's just something you came up with. Totally. And don't make it sound like you've been thinking about it for months. Forever. Yeah, no, yeah. it's a whimsical you know titty thought. Yeah, you know what I was just thinking? Um, I want to see the left tit. Yeah, in its own yeah. world, like wrapped in a bonnet. Yes, bonnet or, tit. Yeah. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Like, through a bagel. <laughs> I want bagel tits yeah. all over the all over my face. JTrainPodcast yeah. at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. We're here with Stephanie Sambari at Steph Sambari on Twitter. Also, go find her podcast uh, at That's So Retrograde. Learn about health and wellness. That's mm -hmm. a great idea. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about this. Okay. Stoner chicks. Hi. Do you smoke? Mm hmm Okay. You're, you're, would you consider yourself a stoner? Unfortunately. Unfortunately? Okay. I, I'm At more 30, a, it's not that cute. <laughs> it's not being fun. <laughs> I, I've just recently started having some edibles, I, I, mm. I, but I take it very slow. I need to be in a comfortable place. I need yeah. the walls to be padded. Yeah. I need a comfy sweatshirt. I need a, like a hug from my mom. Edibles are pretty intense. Well, I've been going little by little. Like I yeah. only have a little piece of candy. Like it, it looks like I am like... 
like this, like the sissiest eater. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, I'll have a bite, <laughs> and then I just take a little tiny candy. I, so that's y- smart because I've taken definitely many times in my life too many edi- too much of an edible. And what's the worst edible experience you've ever really, had? Really, there's just no going back from that. Once you've had it, you're like, oh, this is the next you're ten like, hours of my life. I need to go life. home and lay in my bed until <laughs> I wake up refreshed <laughs> and I can't be around. It people. gets in your eyes. That's where I feel it. I was at a birthday party and someone kept feeding me. She made like edible, like crackle candy, basically. Like okay, it, like um, like a sheet, and then they and break then it was, up. yeah, and she just kept feeding it to me and feeding it to me, and I was like, this is fun, and like I have this idea that I'm impenetrable to drugs, so I'll just like do <laughs> yeah, a bunch. undruggable. <laughs> yeah, like I'll just like do a bunch because I've done so much. So yeah, I'll just probably do a lot, and I was like. I think dying. <laughs> you were dying. I yeah, think, yeah. I, my friends were like, we need to get you out of here. Then they were like, why don't we take you to like get some food? And then I was like falling asleep at the table, like eating soup and like oh, no. the world was closing in on me. And it was just, it's too much. And I it missed can, a fun party. Yeah. That's the worst part is when you know, you can like, I can stop right now and be totally fun and cool. Yeah. But then you're like, but I could, well, Do also, more. they don't hit you right away. Yeah, that's So you're like, problem. I need more. This guy writes, sub Jew train. I'll nut feather oh. at the end of the, and get to my question. Oh, okay. I'm going to bring up something that, to my knowledge, has never been discussed on the podcast before. Stoner chicks. I recently transferred from a large SEC school to a community college in my hometown. <laughs> and there's a lot of stoner chicks at community <laughs> college. This is what he's saying. In my, <laughs> so you knew this right away. That's just so funny, because of course there are, because they're fucking underachievers. <laughs> in my hometown, I've found that snatching some snatch is a whole different game here. It seems all these girls ever want to do is smoke amazing i've tagged and bagged a few of them but it has always come from me smoking with them beforehand amazing i myself do not have anything against smoking but i'd rather just not i think it's more of a high school thing well how wrong you are sir (laughs) my question is how can i keep my cum dumpsters full without smoking all the time keep in mind community college there are very few dumpster quality women (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck yeah a few dumpster qualities uh and the few that I have met were all stoners. Thanks, man. Love the podcast. Got me through some tough times. Keep up the good work. What do you think? How does he? How do you hang? How does a stoner girl want to be wooed? Hold up. <laughs> okay. Having some trouble. Just turned into Stephanie's rap video. Hold <laughs> up. <laughs> Meet me outside. Okay. <laughs> Listen, dude. What is his name? Uh, let's call him uh, Community College Guy. Community College Guy. Mm-hmm. Look. Love ya. Yeah. Coming from a sweet place inside of my heart. But please stop referring to women as cum dumpsters. Okay. And also, what did he say? Yeah, Smash let's call them. Bag? Let's call them. Um, let's call them, uh, you know, we should figure girls? out a new name. Yeah, girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Uh, and then what else? Se- semen trash receptacles? No. no. Okay. Also, I don't know any. I don't know any girls who just like are. Just out there getting cummed in all the time. Like, this is true. Have some respect and get cummed on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's come on the titties once in a while. Yeah. Right? Make it your cum, uh, your, make it a cum palette. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just a beautiful place for it to land. Yeah. It's, it's something, I don't know. But look, not cum dumpster. Now, how would he, uh, like, what's a way to get to a stoner girl's heart? It's a, it, You always have to smoke? No. I mean, I think it's more girls hot. just do that because it's what's comfortable. Like mm. I know that if I want to fuck somebody and I don't like have a plan, mm. then I'm like, oh, why don't you just come over and we'll get high? Yeah, that's but, it, what they're doing is they're bringing you into their world. Yeah. to try and make the situation less awkward yeah. instead of like you walking in and be like, so I got this dick, you got yeah. that vagina, yeah. let's just fucking connect it's an the ice dots. Icebreaker. Yeah, it is an icebreaker. It's also an icebreaker that can happen at any time of the day. Like you're not gonna have a drink at like. 11 a.m. necessarily not necessarily but, but this podcaster might okay well <laughs> so, <laughs> but i, I hear what, what you're mean? saying it's like this it's is whenever a, this is like a, a cool way to like ease yourself into a hangout i would say to him that listen stop be, being a pussy and yeah, smoke your weed <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna, either stop being a pussy and smoke weed or stop being a pussy and be your own man just say i don't have i don't just want be like it. i'm good uh and it won't be awkward as long as you're saying listen i'm good uh, I'll, do you have a beer I can have? Or like, do you have, uh, I'm just like not going to smoke today because I don't want to like, you know, I'm just not that big a smoker. Yeah, you don't and it's have okay. to I do think anything. That's, but isn't that hotter that he would hold his own ground and be like, listen, this is the guy I am. 
this is who you invited over. Definitely, especially if it's like he's not much of a smoker and it puts him in like a weird place in his brain. Nothing is less hot than when I get too hot. When a guy gets <laughs> freaking out. And I'm just sitting there like, why don't you love me? Yeah, that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Also, I think she should take it as a compliment because not only is he calling girls cum dumpsters mm. and um, whatever the other words that he used that were just terribly disrespectful. Okay. Yep. Also... <laughs> They're getting high and they still want to have sex with him. Like, this is true. Sometimes I get stoned and then I see someone who they really are and I'm like, ew, you're not really? hot at all. So they'll be hot. They'll be not hot under the high hue. Yeah. See, I, I'm I, like, you're weird. Get out of my house. But, <laughs> they're like, wait a minute, but I got all this cum to drop <laughs> off in the dumpster. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I just think, you know, and also he's got to look on the positive side of this. High sex is the best sex. Mm -hmm. That is the most fun. Shelby, just from behind the booth, you, you agree? This is, yeah, this is high sex. When you are high, it is a out-of-body sexual experience that is different than a regular. So you're getting a fun hang. Mm -hmm. So like, let's look at the glass half full on that one. Honestly, I don't really see what the problem is here. Well, we never see. There's also, never really a problem. We're just answering. One more thing. <laughs> Sorry to burst your bubble, dude. Yeah. But um, smoking weed is definitely not just a high school thing. <laughs> Stephanie was very offended. If anything, I've <laughs> increased my weed consumption by 10,000% since graduating from yeah, high school. Yeah, it's pretty sad that I'm 31 and I just got into edibles. I was like, yeah, let me just try this new thing that's probably bad for my body. You're so high school. So high school. By the way, I'll do anything to be so high school at this point. I agree. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> trying to take it back. Can somebody just give me a locker number that I can use? <laughs> yeah. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. What's up, guys? This is Rob Fox from the Inside TFM Podcast. You can hear us every Thursday talk about all the dumb, drunk shit we did and what's going on at TFM and our takes on uh, just what's going on around colleges in the country. So subscribe to us on iTunes or you can catch us on the site every Thursday. We're here with Stephanie Simbari at Steph Simbari on Twitter. Go follow her, support her. She's got a podcast. That's so retrograde. Also, I got a few dates coming up. If you go to my website, jtraincomedy.com, I, I have some things. March 30th, I'm coming to Portland, Oregon, Harvey's Comedy Club. Uh, the, April 9th, I'm coming to Colorado Boulder. The 10th through 13th, the Borgata. 14th, Levity Live in Nyack. 17th in Boston. 21st, Thomas College in Maine. So go to my website, jtraincomedy.com. The most important of those dates is the March 30th in Portland because I'm afraid there'll be me and three people and I've so been to portland uh it's great town oh i have one yeah april go. i have to look at my book in san diego we'll get Do you there. have a website it's april san diego look on the streets for stephanie <laughs> <laughs> she'll be out there somewhere my agent's like no wonder why you never fucking sell any tickets i don't even know where you're gonna be am i being too difficult Ooh. from a lady listener Okay. Hey, Jared, longtime listener, so by now I trust your judgment on my current situation. Aw, that you. means you're a sweetheart, even I'll, though you let guys call girls cum dumpsters. Uh, listen, everyone this has- This is a non-judgmental space. Yeah, come into, the J, come into Papa J Trans house. Okay. Papa JT will take care of you and make it all right. <laughs> okay. Don't worry. I'll try to keep it simple. I'm a 20-year-old girl in college. My first two years, I hooked up with hella guys. Same. Hella is like a LA word, I feel it's like. It's Bay Area. <laughs> Bay Area, that's mm -hmm. what it is. That's where it comes from. You're how long have you been on in LA? Eight years. Eight years. So you know the whole lingo and all that stuff. I feel. Okay. You feel. It it was fun to, fun as fuck, of course. However, today as I start started swiping on Tinder and Bumble, no one seemed to track to attract me. And the guys that did couldn't keep a conversation I was interested in. Well after, yeah. After two months of having no sex, I wonder if I'm being too difficult in choosing someone to hook up with and have exhausted all my good choices on Tinder and Bumble. Or maybe I should just go out and meet guys instead. What do you think, Steph? Have you ever been in that situation? No, I don't <laughs> online never, date. Oh, you don't? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Um, Judgy. <laughs> I mean, no, just because I'm so scared that I'm going to get murdered. <laughs> oh, okay. Murder. <laughs> yeah. Is, oh, yeah, of course. Or like, you know, in a weird situation. But um, I think just have a little bit of patience. Like two months isn't really that long to yeah. not fuck for. I've, I've not had sex for two months. And that was called uh, life. Yeah, it's you know, called that, It Happens. <laughs> it Happens. And I find actually if I wait and don't prioritize like having sex and mm. prioritize just like having fun and being with my friends and mm. taking care of myself then the person that I end up sleeping with next ends up being like way better and like more suited for me and I'm not just like 
doing it mm. to get fucked. I'm doing it because I'm like genuinely interested in like being around this person. And I'm not saying we have to be in a relationship. Like, no, I hear that. That's a fantastic advice. I also, agree you're with you. 20 years old. Like, your pussy's only going to be so tight. So why don't you just slow down a little bit? It's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but I, I agree with what you're saying. When you concentrate on the things that you have fun with, like this dating can become a job. Like trying to meet somebody can be, and especially with the apps, you can sit there. Every time you sit down on your squatty potty to poop, you're dating. Thank you. You know, it's yeah. crazy. So yeah. I do understand where she's coming from. I'm on these apps. I've gotten to the point where I'm like, ugh, I'm having the same conversation 20 times. Mm -hmm. And you get to a point where you're like, just delete it. Delete it. And you know what these apps do is they do become, you're looking at the same face. You're having the same conversation. It does feel good to cleanse. Yeah, I think that's a great way to put it. Go yeah. on a little dating app cleanse and see... And invest in your friendships, invest in the times that you do have fun with people that you do like, and those things attract other people. Exactly. And like, take care of yourself, like go to the gym, like yeah. eat right, cook for yourself, get some rest, watch your favorite TV shows, like do whatever you need to do that like makes you feel good. And then observe who you're actually truly attracting in your real life. It's kind of like when, you know, when I write a joke and I'll like have an idea that I really want to work on and then I'll be like hammering it out and I'm like, I can't get it. I can't get it. And then the minute I stop thinking about it, I'll be in the shower, and then all of a sudden it comes to me. Exactly. And it's because you just, you're not stressing on the situation. You're letting the universe come to you mm -hmm. a little bit. So yeah. I think, especially, I've cleaned the slate a million times. I've been, like, I've been in things where I'm like, okay, I'm kind of seeing this girl. I'm kind of talking to this girl. Um, I'm, and I'm just not excited about any of these situations, these, like, things that I have going on. And yeah. I'm like, you know what? Cut it all out. Yeah. And I clean the slate. And I readjust and I'm like, you know, I'm going to go with my friends. I'm not going to go out worrying about who's going to answer my text tonight. Yeah. And like, I think it's so liberating. Like I've been single for like <clears throat> five months mm. and I've slept with one person. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know if it's because I'm older that I realized that like there's always someone around some corner like yeah. in your life that is going to show themselves to want to fuck. Like you're going <laughs> to find yourself at a party. Girls, there are guys waiting behind waiting every, every corner. literal corner yeah. to put their penis inside of you. Yeah. So like you don't need to put any effort into it mm. like at all. There will be somebody that will approach. Yeah, and when you're living in your like true self, when you're not like worried about like impressing somebody or attracting somebody, like that's when you attract someone who's actually dope. Well, this is the other thing. She's saying, am I being too difficult? And all of us have that moment where like oh maybe I should just do this you should never be in a situation where you're just doing something yeah like don't ever obligatory fuck anybody I've never had and that's I agree and that's the thing I've even with like work stuff someone's like oh you want to do this and I'm like I guess I have to do that because how could I not do that? Right. And it's like, then I end up half-assing it and doing it wrong. Yeah. So like, this is what you'll do with your relationships. If she goes into something and being like, well, he likes me, so I should just like him. Now you're taking your standards and you're cutting them in half. Yeah. And that's not going to be the, you're always going to look back and be like, you're going to think you're better than the guy. You're going to think, ah, I'm not really that into it. And he's going to get that vibe. And now you're hurting another person. Yeah. And so like, no, you're not being too difficult, but you might be being a little bit impatient and possibly a little bit needy. Also, have you thought about getting a vibrator? <laughs> that, 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 does that help? I mean, if you're that horny to this where you're the, like this just is shoving the, dicks inside of you on yeah, the reg, this is what just I, fucking jerk off. You guys are lucky. Those vibrators, you have a friend you can I mean, always come home to. I'll be honest, I haven't had a vibrator in some years because okay. I don't like get that overwhelming sense anymore. I, I feel like I can just deal with it. I'm like, I'll go like write a joke or go work out or that'll something. Get, that'll get you, get it, you like, off? Yeah, like move. No, it just moves the energy around, <laughs> okay. you know? Spiritually speaking, the creative energy comes from the same place as the sexual energy. <laughs> so if you just transmute it, then you don't have to like- This is the taste of our podcast, everybody. <laughs> rub a vibrator into your fucking clip and your roommates will sleep. But I'm just saying, if it's that, if it's you're mm. there in college, I was there- and it helped not yeah. make as it's many It helps take your choices. mind off of this stuff. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Fuck, man. This is called makeup. Fuck, man. How do, I how do you tell a girl to not cover her face with that shit? <laughs> Especially when she doesn't know how to use it. You can literally see it falling off. These girls are staying over for like three days for St. Patty's weekend, and it's absolutely appalling. Please help Jay Stain. I don't think you should ever tell a girl how to do their no, look. No, just say you look so beautiful without makeup on. Oh, say that. Yeah. Do you ever? Do you have a friend? Does any? You have any friends that wear too much makeup, and you had to say something? Mm -hmm. to them? How did you bring it up? 
I said, you look like a geisha. <laughs> really? Yeah. And then were they I mean, she's a- my dear friend. So you could say it to her. But if a guy ever said that, she'd be fucking pissed. Okay. You, you have can't- to say the opposite. You have to say what's beautiful. You have to keep the keep the message positive. Mm-hmm. I think that's good advice across the board for yes. guys and criticism. Instead of saying what you don't like, say what you do like. Yes. So you, you look at her and just be like, listen, I, lo- I, love a- I love a natural face. Yeah. That's the move. Yeah. See, the thing is with, you know, guys and like giving... I'm I'm always against. You never want to be in the position where you're giving someone advice on their look. Well, that's why you have to say it like that. Say it as an observation of something and, and instead of being like, "Have you ever thought about like not wearing makeup?" <laughs> like, definitely don't say it like that. Yeah. <laughs> also, don't and and the thing is, do it when you're going to tell someone something. Don't sound like you shoehorned it in. So if mm. they're walking in with all this makeup on and you just go, you know, you look really good without makeup. Now you're like, now you're just saying, fuck that makeup. Try to catch them without makeup. Catch them without it and be like, hey, I have never seen you without makeup. That you looks look so, so good. good. Yeah. And do it. You have to always speak like a gay man when you want to make a girl oh feel good. Oh my God. You look that looks so good. good. Your yeah. shoes. <laughs> OMG. I did go to a gay club in Philly once and the guy was, some dude was like, love the bag, love the shoes, love you. And I was like, <laughs> never felt more And cool. look at now <laughs> you've remembered him years later. I was like, give me another popper. <laughs> I'm gonna start doing that to girls. Love the shoes, love the bag, love you. And then they'll be like, "Are you gay?" I'm like, "No, I'm just trying to get in your pants." Yeah, yeah hey, this girl. is my new thing. It's called the gay pickup. It would probably work. <laughs> it would be good. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Best friend or fiance? Whoa, we get serious here. No one's ever sup, Jtrain. We had a chance to talk a little bit over Snap, but I'm sending this one into the podcast. So my longtime best friend has been dating this girl for a few years. He started cheating for a little bit, and she found out. Do you like my sound effects? Yeah, I do. (laughs) (laughs) That's the crowd listening. He started cheating for a little bit, and she found out. Me being his best friend, he asked me to vouch for him to his girl and say that I know he's remained faithful. That is brutal. Dark. I'm not not a cheater, but he undoubtedly, uh, he would do the same for me. I originally did it, but my girlfriend and soon-to-be fiance is actually also best friends with my boy's girlfriend. So his fiance is best friends with the girl who's getting cheated on. Oh, does she know that that he- She crumbles at the thought of cheaters and is extremely bitchy pissed that I did that. Oh, so she knows? She's forcing me to come through with the truth to the girlfriend. (laughs) If I don't, there's a high likeliness- that we could break up. <gasps> She's that mad. What do I do? Life best friend or fiance? Fuck! See? That's fucked up. Okay, right? here's what I think you should I do. I save these ones to, you know, for the back end, for the real listeners. Make your fucking fiance tell the girl. She's all bent out of shape about yeah, it. Yeah, but the fiance will never treat him the same way. Like, let's right because you know, she's like, you don't have any balls. Yeah, you don't have any balls. Like, if I, you know, if you and I were together and you were like, go tell him to do something, and you know, I was like, well, why don't you go do that? You'd be like, okay, where the fuck? You no, can't I'd do be this. like, fine. <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be like, I'm down. I'm, yeah, but I, I think what she's saying, she, the fiance's point is that she doesn't want him being a liar. A, she, he's an abetter. He's a, he's aiding and abetting this crime. Right. So, you know, she in her eyes, he's as guilty as the cheater. I mean, that's a really fucked up situation. His friend put him in a horrible situation. What about this? His friend did put him in a horrible situation. That's what I was going to just go to. What if he goes to his friend Mm. and he's like, look, dude, you put me in a fucked up situation. He has to explain to the friend that he's now hurting his relationship. Yeah. And like my girlfriend knows about everything and she like whatever she won't talk to me or sleep with me or she's mm. mad at me or whatever the fuck the situation yeah, is just go up to him and be like this dick ain't sucking itself yeah yeah i need you talk to him like bros do yes <laughs> go, you have to go up to him and be like hey dude you've put my relationship in trouble i tried helping you yeah this didn't work it blew up in my face yeah i need you to come clean yeah with your girl yeah and or it, else i'm gonna have to tell her is that part of the thing i don't think it's an orl situation i think if they're good if they're best friends the way he says he says they're life best friends yeah that guy should have enough respect for him to be like hey you're right i don't want to ruin your fiance this is a fiance not even his girlfriend right i don't want to ruin your relationship i will go and tell my girlfriend what happened and i'll get and then they will go as they go you know he might lose a girlfriend but 
at that same time, he's let him choose between his girlfriend and his best totally. friend. Totally. It shouldn't be your choice. You're just trying to help. You're trying to make everyone happy. Yeah. And really, that's making your life miserable. Yeah. Have you ever been in that situation where, like, you knew someone was cheating? Um, yeah. Have you ever had to, like, call them out on it? No. I the best move I with people's relationship. Involved. You always want to not stay un, uninvolved. His yeah. first mistake was vouching for his friend. Yeah. When you vow, you know, when you have a friend, and the, when it comes to romantic relationships, you just got to be happy for them. You have to be like a good coach, just like yeah. go get him, kid. Good for you. You can't be a negative person with any of that shit. And this is just you're helping spread this negativity. And like, yeah, I mean you're agreeing to something that for you, like morally, you actually don't agree with. Yeah. And so then it's basically just him like burdening you because he doesn't want to deal with it. This is also a young thing, like where it's like your friend is obviously being immature because he's taking you and he's, you know, displacing. That's what I mean. The hurt that he would have to deal with, like all the pain in the ass. He's made it your problem. So it's never going to work out. You got to go to him, explain to him that your relationship is being ruined, even make it sound worse than it is. Be like, yeah, my fiance, she's telling her parents that I'm a liar. And and he'll be like, oh my God, I'm ruining a wedding. You know? So his girlfriend found out that he cheated, but then he lied his way out of it. He lied his way out of it and had the best friend vouch for him. See, okay, now, whatever, I know this isn't really the question, but Go for it. I'm very fascinated by like the idea of cheating and um, just like monogamy in general okay. and like just what it all have means. Have you ever cheated on anybody? I've never technically cheated, but I've, <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I mean, I've like been in an open relationship that I myself declared open. Okay, that means was, you didn't really like the guy? <clears throat> no, it was just like, we, it was time for us to break up, but I didn't yeah. really have the balls. But I've been the person that people have cheated with like a cheated few with. times. Yeah. How does that, and how do you feel about that? And that's the thing. Like, I feel like it's fine because I never wanted anything from the, from that person. It's not like they cheated with me. And then I was like, and now I want to be with you. It was just yeah. like a one-time thing that we both just fucking like needed. And Did you like, ever think of the other girl? Yeah, of course. But at the same time, it's like I asked myself if I was in that situation and like my boyfriend was like in a different country or like on the mm. road or something and just like fucked somebody like and I never found out about it. Like, I don't know. I don't know how that would make me feel, but it's mm. like if you don't find out, it's only bad if you find out, <laughs> yeah, well, this which is, is the, fucked up. This is what's fucked up. But that's what's funny about it is that we ha- it's because we put these boundaries on relationships when like maybe they aren't ready to be there. Like The thing is with guys and why they can rationalize cheating. So I think that my theory on why guys can rationalize cheating is that they do it and then they can take a shower afterwards and it's all outside parts. Right. For a girl, there's inside parts. You know, like the, you know, the vagina, I just think like I can go in a shower and be like, okay, yeah, but let you me can shake still have that HPV off. All well, I, your shit. <laughs> I know that I just wiping off HPV right. in the shower. But I'm just saying like, I just think that there's this, there, there's a physicalness to a woman being, well, we get entered, entered. This is yeah. what I'm talking about. This yeah. is a girl is being entered. So like for her to be like, you know, to cheat is like a lot harder to like get over. Whereas a guy it's like. I did that. It was purely sexual. I have no feelings for that person. I'm going to go take a shower, wash it off, and now I'm good. And that, right. I think that's why we can rationalize it. You, it's more often that you find out about the guy doing it than the girl. Yeah. I, I also think that our relationship to sex most of the time is just different. Like women are more emotional. Emotional. And more like connected. So I would be more emotional if all the good looking, all the sex parts were hidden. That's, a, you know, a girl, all the sex parts for guys are hidden. Under clothing. Right. So you have to really be into the like the head to be like to get over that hump to to maybe see a small penis. I mean, that's my biggest fear. <laughs> that's your biggest fear. Probably. In I, life. Like for a year I have yeah, in, life. <laughs> in life. And getting shot in the head. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it goes medi- it goes mediocre penis, then shot in the head. Not even mediocre. Mediocre is fine. I could deal yeah, with that. Yeah. I mean like micro. <laughs> mediocre penis. Have you ever seen a micro penis? Yes. You have? Yes. How big is a micro penis? It looks like a mushroom growing out of a bush. Stop it. Swear. Mushroom bush? <laughs> what? Did they shave the hair around it? No, so the hair is above it? It's really sad. So what did you say to the guy? I was like, I think I'm too drunk. Really? Uh, he knew. He had to have known. He definitely knew. So you literally under the pants, you looked, and you went, I'm just not feeling it. Yeah. Really? I know. I was in college. And, oh, but it's I feel so bad. Before him, I'd like fucked this other guy in college who had like a small penis, but not as small as that. His was mediocre. No, his was on small. the smaller side. Okay. And then I like 
<laughs> like made him fuck me from behind and then I pretended that he was somebody else. Really? <laughs> and why did you present he was someone else? Because it was just like the whole thing was just wrong. Like you just didn't want him to be the small penis guy. Yeah. You wanted him to be big penis guy. Yeah. Okay. J train podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> J train podcast at gmail.com. We'll do one more email. So embarrassing. We're here with Stephanie Simbari <laughs> at Stephanie at Steph Simbari on Twitter. Uh, go follow her podcast every Tuesday called That's So Retrograde. I'm J Train, J Train 56 on all platforms. We'll do one more. And on Snapchat, I am. Oh, you on Sna- Steph Sambari on mm-hmm. Snapchat? I love Snapchat. Me too. It's really fun. So into I'm it. I'm going to snap you right now. Snap me right now. J Train yeah. 56. Um, too many dudes. Saw dude. love the podcast currently listening to friday's live episode from hair of the dog i've got a question for you in the fall i moved to what is essential essentially the ultimate college bachelor pad and party house we've got huge living room i love this when he explains the bachelor pad yeah and these are all just normal things that (laughs) people have we got the ultimate college bachelor pad We've got a huge living room, upstairs loft, backyard with a fire pit. So you have a house. <laughs> oh, it's on a lake. Okay, and it's on a lake. Hot. We love we love throwing parties here for the the all occasions and holidays. But here's the problem: too many dudes. Attendance is typically a hundred people with only twenty percent girls. Oh my god, that's good for the girls. Yeah, brutal for the dudes. Yeah, and their micro Isn't that penises. Life, though? Oh my god. <laughs> Me and my three roommates. Have no problem getting girls, and the 20 girls that come are typically only the ones we invite. I always make a Facebook invite and allow friends to invite other people, but all but those other people always seem to be dudes. If even half the guys invited one girl, the ratio would be a lot better, but I don't want to deny anybody an invite because I love partying with my bros. Where am I going wrong? How can I get this ratio up? Keep on chugging along, J-Train. Boom. Well, when I was in college... They made, if a guy wanted to go to the party, you had to bring a girl. Yeah. Maybe not even a date, like find a friend. Find Make something. Make a rule where if it's like it's two do okay, one guy can come by himself. Yeah, but, but what if every guy walks together, in on like if, I, if that was the rule, I'd be like, okay, you wait in the bushes back there. I'm going to walk in first. <laughs> okay, <true. laughs> Fine. Every guy has to bring a girl or a girlfriend. I yeah that I think, may be a little extreme. That's a little I when I that's why they're going to the party because they don't know anybody. You have an awesome house and a lake house. You need to get more creative, right? Okay. You need to like utilize the things you got. You need to pregame. Pregame is where you can make this kind of happen. Like at a bar? No, I'm saying at their house. Have something that precedes the bigger party. Make it like a very uh, like a, like a very big an invite to get right like it's a cool thing a little bit more exclusive you want the exclusive party to lead to the big party right so people buzz about exclusive shit Mm -hmm. they don't buzz about like anyone can get in it's 80 percent dudes with their micro penises i can only think this is like so (laughs) traumatic to you (laughs) like concerned oh my god you're going to be like Googling micropenises, then you're going to be texting me pictures off the internet of micropenises, totally. and I'm going to wish I never this said is, anything. This is my, uh, this is my, uh, good thing I'm a strong medium. Hint, hint, everybody. What's a strong medium? Strong, uh, whatever a strong medium is, is a strong medium. What's large to you? Um, what, what penis is too big for me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what's too big for you? I mean, there's, uh, what's too big for, I don't have a, I mean, for me, it doesn't matter. Well, if you had your ideal penis. If I had my ideal penis. I, I think I'm working with what I, I'm happy with what I'm working well, with. Well, obviously it's what you have. It's, 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 no, I like what I have. I think it's, it, mine's, uh, it's, it's, it can be wielded. You know, it's got, it, it's, it's maneuverable. Okay. It's not too big where it's like, it's in the way. Right. But it's just big enough. That it's that, not small. That it's not small. I feel like you're not giving him enough credit. Who? Your penis. Oh, I, I, listen, I want to, you got to stay humble. Okay. Eyes on the prize. Okay. Okay. Sure. So I, I just think for this Eyes guy. On the prize. <laughs> so you got to say nothing in this nothing, context. Nothing. I just, I just say <laughs> weird things at, yeah. at the point. So I'm saying to this guy, you got to have the pregame. Add some mystique, some intrigue. Make it a cool pregame, and don't make it too dress up because then people won't come. Make it like every you. What you do is make the pregame like a dated thing where everyone has to have a girl there, and then after that, you tell the girls that you're inviting. Listen. 
after this pregame, it's opened up to all your friends. So if you create an event where a girl's being asked to come as a date, yes. and then you say to her, listen, it, every girl just doesn't want to be creeped at. This is brilliant, by the way. I Thank you. Yeah. I, this is why I have the podcast. Yeah. So this is, every girl's goal is to just have fun without having an awkward, creepy situation. And like no pressure. No pressure. So the no pressure and what you're going to do is you invite her to a dated pregame. Yeah. And it's like a handcuff social or a, we used to do uh, bucket socials where every you team up and every team got a bucket with like a pack of cigs, a bottle of vodka, and a six pack of beer, and you had to finish it. And whoever finished it first, crate social. Whoever finished it first won the that crate event. So fun. So something like that, where you invite a girl, she feels special for being there, and then you say to her, "It's all about when you sit, invite her. You say to her, listen." Afterwards, your friends are invited to the party. We're having a huge party afterwards, yeah. and I want all your friends to come. Yeah. Now you have everyone in this house. You have your 10 dudes, and the 10, 10 girls become now 10 marketing people. <laughs> yeah. And now they're pushing this to everybody. Scheme. It's a pyramid scheme. <laughs> party. Jtrain Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Stephanie, thank you for coming on. Yeah, this was so, so fun. So awesome. We're going to do uh, a little hypothetical and some news, and we'll be right back. I can't say life's a bitch because what you make of me. Hey guys, welcome back. Stephanie, thank you for answering those emails. Fantastic. You're uh, welcome. Go follow Stephanie on Twitter, at Steph Simbari. She's also on Snapchat, at Steph Simbari on Snapchat. Also, um, we're bringing Shelby on. Shelby. How you doing? Welcome back to the show. Headphones a little weird. Okay. What's you're up? good? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <I'm> good. <laughs> uh, you're back. Uh, we had you on a few, uh, like a month ago. Yep. And you're the, the man Sam Fillin. Yes, the uh, bullpen guy. The bullpen. We brought in the righty. Right. What is your uh, Twitter? Classic Shelb. Classic Shelb. At Classic Love Shelb. that. At Classic Shelb. So go follow him and support him. Let's do a hypothetical. You ready? Yep. Jared, two of guys' favorite pastimes in a hypothetical. Ready? Would you rather, every time you jizz, it's a solid load or amount to your liking? Stuff <laughs> 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 just puked. And but whenever you take a dump, all you get is a few squirts and incredibly unsatisfying. Or every time you take a shit, it's a solid one wipe before a dump. But when you come, it's a sad driz, sad dribble. I'm take I'm talking three to five little drops on a good day. <laughs> Do <laughs> I get to answer? Yeah. Caveat: During said releases, your body responds as if it's the best feeling ever. By this, I mean you pull out and a girl gets ready to swallow. You have massive vinegar strokes and only dribble comes comes out. Same situation for the shits. What do we think? I'm going good shit all the way. Good shit, bad cum. Yeah. Good cum, good bad shit. All all good shits. I don't even like cum, so yeah, the yeah, less like, less is more for me on that. Yeah, you want good shits for the rest of your life. Solid BMs. Really? What do you say, Shell? I go with good shits too, and this may be a controversial opinion, but I think that coming is a little overrated. Really? Yeah. This is a, this is a new. That is a controversial boy. Yeah. Shelby came in. Hot. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, he's like, I like to shit and coming sucks. What, let me hear from you. Wait, I want to hear more about that. Why do you think that? I mean, it's good, but I feel like if I was on like a long car ride yeah. and like I really have to pee yeah. and then you finally do, I think that's way, way better, that feeling. I hear what you're saying <laughs> yeah. on that. Yeah. Um, my only thing is that, and also coming has ruined my life more times than it's helped my life. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I got to say, with, I, I kind of agree on that. It's made me late for shit. Yeah. You know, I've never got done masturbating. I've been like, oh, that was the right decision. Very few times, like maybe on a Sunday, I'm like, that was the right decision. That was like a cup of coffee I just had. Yeah. <laughs> Stephanie can't stop making disgusted faces. <laughs> uh, I I will say I'm already dealing with some some pretty gnarly b- bowel movements. So I'm going with the good comes. Hmm. And everyone is very surprised. You're against me, but I'm saying, what's wrong with your BMs? I'm just I'm just having some times. Maybe you need some digestive enzymes or to change your diet. I well, here's the problem. When I get drunk. I eat when I get drunk, mm-hmm. and it's always the wrong thing. And then it's like a day spent in like a fiery hell. Yeah, literally. Have you thought about taking apple cider vinegar? So my brother's gotten into apple cider vinegar, and he gave me a shot of it the other day, and it's the most disgusting thing I've ever tasted <laughs> in my entire life. If you just put like a teaspoon in a, t- in a glass of water and drink it first thing in the morning, your bowel movements will get better. Really. That is a okay. So maybe I'm going to do that. So I'll take the apple cider vinegar and the good comes. 
and now I'm good. Okay. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. If you have a hypothetical title at hypothetical, let's do one more hypothetical. You ready? Got it. Um, not going to give you your ego a hand job, so I'm cutting to the chase. Would you rather yell cunt every time you sneeze? <laughs> okay. Or not no. whisper the N-word every time you yawn? <laughs> Thanks for getting me through my shitty job. What do you think, guys? This is a tough one. I want to yell cunt when I sneeze. Yeah, cunt when you sneeze? <laughs> cunt. Yeah, that's not how I imagine it, but uh, I like I would just go, a cunt! Okay, there you go. <laughs> that would be me. What, what do you think? Do the other one, Jared. The other one? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the that's the answer to the question right there. Yep. You are not even gonna whisper. And word in any case, it's it's a horrible word. Why would you even go even go there? We're just culturally not ready to like have fun with it. Also, yeah, yeah and also cunt is a great word. And it's used liberally abroad. Yeah. So you if things got messy here, you move to England, things are good. You're basically <laughs> speaking the king's English yeah. at that point, right? It's Shelby, true. what are you going with? Cunt, but just for the reason that recently I've become very good at holding in sneezes. Oh, so I, okay. <laughs> I feel like it would never come up. That would never happen for you. So yeah. you could control. See, even when I hold in a sneeze, I, like my whole body goes crazy. So like mm. I'll hold it in, I'll go, mm, cunt. <laughs> like, it would yeah. just be horrible. Um, yeah, I'm going with cunt all the way. Also, cunt is a great word. It's so it's Why are so we Why are we satisfying. holding back? Yeah. From using that word, because one woman goes, my word. Like, come on. You're yeah. like, shut up, cunt. Yeah. Stop being such a cunt. Yeah. cunt. <laughs> Let's go to the news. Well, staying on the theme of cheating. Okay. This one might be uh, even worse than that email. Jonas Boring of the Danish soccer team. The Wait Ran a minute. His last name is Boring? There's uh, two R's in there. So. Okay. That didn't make it better, yeah. but go yeah. on. Of the Randers horses of the Danish soccer league quit the team mid-season, like abruptly. Okay. And it's come out that it's because the captain of the team, Christian Keller, was sleeping with Jonas's wife. Uh, what an appropriate last name for Jonas Boring. Yeah. Boring. Boring. That's probably what his wife said as she was like, yeah. The, 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 yeah, the captain of the team. Also, he left. The captain was like, get off my team after yeah. he's fucking his wife. That is, oh. And the captain's That's kind wild. of, we got a micro penis situation on our hands. He's Maybe. rationalizing it as Jonas and his wife were still living together, but separated. Sure. I don't know. I buy in, it. In terms. Maybe. I mean, I just, that that would be the worst thing for him to watch is just be like, <laughs> like the first time they cheated. I'm imagining the first time they cheated, the captain's like, what about your husband? And she's like, oh, you mean Jonas Boring? <laughs> oh, then no. Then they laugh. And then they five. laugh, high five, and he comes in her eye. Yeah. That's the story. That's how it goes. I, that's yeah. horrible. That's pretty sad. It's horrible also to leave the team, like the captain to be like, yeah, I'm fucking staying. Yeah. Yeah, why? I mean, maybe he should have stayed and not I quit. I don't know. They have two kids together, two too. Two kids? So that, I guess that made it even Where worse. Where does he go? Couple of Where can he play now? Oh, God. <laughs> Where can he play now? Maybe the Netherlands, Iceland, something like that. Listen, man. Damn, this guy's really. Things it's going to be out really for him. hard for Jonas Boring to ever get hard again. That being said, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> on the market, Steph. Hey. Come on. Let's go to the next story. Well, also on, uh, we mentioned pot earlier, a flight attendant had a issue with another drug, cocaine. Okay. Uh, she sounds she awesome. She saw the movie Flight, and she was inspired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In uh, LAX, a flight attendant got there, like, normal routine, mm -hmm. but she was pulled over for some, like, random TSA screening. Okay. these So, even flight attendants get pulled over? They... They do, but this was like for the extra screening, okay. just the random thing. She suddenly freaked out, mm. left her bag, ran, literally ran out. So she did the most cocaine thing coke. you could ever do. He found out. <laughs> like, I'm okay, I'm okay, I swear I'm okay, and then runs away. <laughs> oh, I swear I wasn't on coke. Oh, you just ran in circles, miss. They, yeah. They found out. The reason why she had 60 pounds. Oh, so she was like a mule. Of coke. 
Yeah. Wait, so she's a drug dealer for sure. Yeah, yeah. drug dealer moonlighting as a flight attendant. Well, cocaine? Moon, she's trafficking. That's a lot of that, cocaine, yeah, right? That's a lot of cocaine. Like how much is a dime bag weigh? Not a pound. <laughs> yeah, like how much does it weigh? Uh, 60 pounds is like a lot. It's like your whole suitcase is full of just cocaine. Full of just cocaine, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a weekender bag. So she's in jail. <laughs> They're still looking a weekender. for weekender. Oh, they, <gasps> she just ran off? Yeah, like... Drop my shit. I gotta get out of here. They like noticed she was acting weird and talking on a cell phone like a weird language. They well, that is know, the so. well. Also, that's the story with cocaine. Is yeah. you just immediately start acting weird. You just immediately you're over talking. You're under talking. You're looking people in the eye that you've never looked in the eye. Yeah. It's a weird. I never get that way with cocaine. You never get that way. I feel like it just makes it so I can just keep partying at a normal pace. Yeah, I I hear what you're saying. I one time I, I never do a lot. I'll be like I'll have a bump every like five hours. That's the normal way to do it. There's yeah. a, there's always that guy that's like has to be doing it. At all times, I I'm yeah. Let's that's say gross. The J Train podcast is is against drugs. Uh, listen to my wellness podcast. <laughs> <to her> wellness. <laughs> on how to do cocaine. Yeah, just do a <laughs> bump from the wellness captain. <laughs> yeah, Shelby, thank you for bringing on the news. That was great. Thanks. Uh, listen. Stephanie, it's such a pleasure to have you on. I'm so sad it's over. It's over, but you know we'll have you back next okay. time you're in town. This okay. was great. Go follow Stephanie on Twitter, at Steph Simbari on Twitter. Go listen to her podcast. It's out every Tuesdays, just like this one. It is called the That's So Retrograde Podcast, Health and Wellness Podcast. Also, this is every Tuesday and Friday. Let me read a couple of shout-outs, and then we'll do a poem uh, to end this episode. Let's do, damn you for putting my Snapchat, putting out my Snapchat, J-Train. Oh, I gave out someone else's. You let me down oh big God. time. But can you, you can totally redeem yourself by throwing out the ginger Snapchat, John Will Glass. That's John with an H, Will Glass. I could give you some good details to throw out there, but I'm not mean like that. That being said, if you want some details, just ask for them. No, I'm, I don't care. Hey, J-Train, my dad just passed away and I'm feeling down. Send me all the tits in the world. At Rose one five one R O Z A Y one five one. Hey, I'm sorry, man, about your loss. That's horrible. I hope he's not lying. That would be ridiculous. Send him. You have good picture boobs. Send it to Rose one five one. One time, I sent a guy a picture of my boobs for the Jewish New Year and said, <laughs> "Here's some apples and honey." Really? Yeah. And what did he write back? Thank you. Those are very nice. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> Was it the rabbi? <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Very nice. I think he just like very nice, Stephanie. It's because it was unsolicited. I was just like, I'm gonna fuck that guy, and I'm gonna send a picture of my tits. Like he didn't ask for it, so he didn't. I don't think really knew what to say. Let's read a poem to end this podcast. Uh, we have a we have a podcast poet, and we have some time now, so we'll read. That's beautiful. Um, this is called Your Tinder Profile Advice. Okay. It's me, the poet, back at it again. Today you will learn how to be more than a friend. To chicks on Bumble, Tinder, and J-Swipe, you'll learn to stand out, your frat stereotype. It's a modern world, so you need <laughs> these apps. You can connect with the babes whilst taking a crap. If you don't adapt, you will be left in the dust. As the name implies, Tinder helps you combust. <laughs> Tip number one Don't dwaddle Don't text Don't ask what's your major You must discuss what's next Get to the hangout Risk a yes or a no If there's no ultimatum How the fuck will you know If she's into you She'll say maybe or yes Save yourself time And minimize text Offer your Snapchat, your Facebook or MySpace Tinder won't lead to yes Now let's meet at my place Next is your profile. It should be should worthy of note. It should make her request an anecdote. Your t- profile should start a conversation. It should be the base of in- initial flirtation. Now, speaking of profiles, chicks, listen up. Don't fucking write, I'm not here to hook up. My pet peeve's pet peeve is the wet blanket profile. I want something that makes me want to meet your smile. If you offer <laughs> abstinence... My, most of your matches are accidents. <laughs> Guys on Tinder don't respect a dry cunt. It's as welcoming as a cold front. We're not animals, but the potential to mate is what makes us spend money and stay up late. So don't ever write, I'm not here to hook up, because there's better appeals that you can cook up. Moving on, you must use emojis. Remember this day, recall what I've told thee. Till little yellow faces connote emotions and jokes. Blank profiles are creepy, so listen up, blokes. If your profile says I like sports, toss in a b-ball. It's like a book report. Imaginary, 
Imagery's nice. Subtle detail stick in a female mind more than the thought of your dick. My last piece of advice is to vary your photos. Repetition is lame and selfies are no-nos. Have, <laughs> have one of you smiling and one of you flexing. If you have only one picture, it's rather depressing. Each shot you post is a promise of fun. If you offer nothing, you'll match with no one. So use shots of you dancing, climbing, and playing. Offer more than a dick. Know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's wrap it up. In conclusion, photos should be forthright. Bios shan't be confusing. Offer, <laughs> <laughs> offer a good time and write some slick, something slick. Don't pose shirtless. Offer more than your dick. Jared, you're impl- intelligent and blunt. Keep it up. Your Tinder game suggests suggestions will pro- probably overpopulate the earth, but fuck it. This dick ain't sucking itself. The dirty teacher. Very nice. Wow. That, first of all, not it's only a, it's is impressive. that a great poem, but your reading of it was just... Thank you. I felt it in my heart and in my bones. It was riveting. I, that's what I wanted. I want. I wanted. I want the listeners at home to be shaken. It was very like Santa Claus on the Coca Cola train in the commercials yes. in the nineties. Thank you. That's exactly the way I think of it. Also, are we just all agreeing that the only time anyone's ever on online dating is when they're taking a shit? Is yes. that just across We're the just, board the truth? <laughs> online dating has been has has been fed by bad Indian food. Yeah, I, I met your grandmother when I couldn't make a bowel movement, <laughs> so I was there. There for a while. J Train Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Stephanie, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having at me. At Steph Simbari on Twitter. Uh, go follow her supporter. Super funny comic. Uh, we will be back next week with more show. Keep telling your friends. Keep spreading the words. I'm Jared Free. J Train 56 on all platforms. We'll see you next week. Bye. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media.